Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, bro? Bro, I'm good, man. I'm good. Life is good. You know, I'm adjusting to the clinic life. Uh, you know, things are great. Um, but if you're wondering why do I have a lisp right now, it's just I'm, I'm trying this Invisalign thing. And it, really? my, my teeth hurts. My teeth hurts like hell. And I can't talk properly. There's a certain word that I can't pronounce. So if, if I sound weird, just know that that's what's going on. Man. Dang. How you doing, bro? bro? Yo, it's funny. I'm doing good. But I went to the... I used to have braces when I was little, and I went to the dentist the other day. I had no cavities. I just want to put that out there first. But anyway, the dentist was like, yo, did you ever have braces? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you lost your retainer? Like, I didn't wear my retainer. Well, I wore it on and off for about like two years, but it's all good, man. Wait, I'm sorry. You have to wear it for how long? Um, so... Your retainer, you're supposed to wear it technically for the rest of your life when you sleep. Only and when you sleep? Yeah, only when you sleep. But I wasn't about that. I was like, yo, braces are off. Like, I'm not trying to do a retainer no more. Like, I wore it for a few for years. and then Damn, for two years. I, oh, dude, I'm in so much pain right now. I don't, can't even think about <laughs> keeping the retainer for, for, for one more month after the treatment is over. Oh, but anyway, today we're talking about uh, a very key question. The question we're discussing today is, should, should soccer players do Olympic lifts? Um, we have mm. some pros and some cons for the Olympic lifts. Um, Berg is going to go over the pros. I'm going to come in with some cons. And hopefully you guys can, can learn a lot from this movement. So um, just so you guys know, the Olympic lifts, um, they're the clean and jerk and the snatch. Um, so... Berg, why don't you go ahead and start discussing some of these these pros we have here? Yeah, um, th so there's a lot of benefit in 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 um, Olympic lifting, and if you guys wondering why the hell Andy and Berg is trying to guys trying to have you guys Olympic lift when you don't even have time to go to the gym during your season, <laughs> well, yeah, we 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 th we we thinking about that too. But you know, let I wanted to start with the pros first because even though you don't have time to you know execute those lifts there's still some benefit in trying to do them or in trying to include them in your routine. So the first pro is, right, it's, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast since day one, you know that, um, you know, strength training is important, right? So, you know, with, with, with Olympic lifting, if you think about it, the benefit, the benefit is basically great strength and rate of force development. That, that's what Olympic lift helps you improve. And if you're looking at a game in, in specifically, you know, game is one, by, you know, the team who scored the most goal, you know, not, 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 not a genius. <laughs> not, there's no genius here, but research have found that, you know, doing those goals moment, the action that's frequently performed is linear sprinting speed and acceleration. And when you look at Olympic cliff, all you're doing 
actually linear sprinting speed and acceleration for if you want sprinting speed and acceleration the first thing you need is strength and what else you need rate of force you need force development you need velocity and this is what like i just said olympic lifting does strength and rate of development so if you do that if you do olympic lift you'll be working on your speed and strength at the same time this is true this is true and i mean the olympic lifts are great because it really targets those fast twitch muscle fibers that me and Berg talk about a lot. Um, and these fast twitch fibers, they, they allow you to do your explosive movements like running fast and cutting and, and shooting. And the Olympic lifts are great for improving those fast twitch fibers. And it's one of the things that, um, that I like to do because it really helps me. And you, you feel powerful while doing them too. It's not like, it's not like it's one of those lifts that just looks really boring. You feel powerful and it's making you more powerful. It's getting your speed and acceleration up. And yeah, it's, that's it's fun. Once you, once you know, once you know the technique and you go to the gym and do this, yo, you, you feel great, man. Cause you, it, 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 it takes a while to learn these things, but you know, once you get, get, once you get it, once you get, you know, the pattern, you know, the, you got the proper form. Like it's fun to do those things. This is true. I agree. Um, so second point is, okay, you know, you know, you know that, yes, okay, you, Olympic cliff target, you know, linear speed and acceleration, okay, but, you know, you still don't have time, right? But here's the thing, you know, it, it's, it's, what's cool about the Olympic cliff is it's a one-stop shop for many of your physical needs, right? So, you know, instead of going to the gym and then just working on, say, you do some deadlift, then you do some squats, then you do all the stuff. With, with the Olympic lift, you're doing all of this in just one lift. So that saves you some time. That saves you a lot of time, actually, especially for those who really don't have the time to go to the gym. And, you know, let's say you have um, 30 minutes and you want to squeeze in a little workout, then... This is where the Olympic lift come in. You can come in 30 minutes and do a couple lifts that target a bunch of different body parts, and then you're good. Yep, yep. And I mean, if you look at if you look at the clean in particular, you're getting entire lower body, you're getting your entire core, you're getting your shoulder mobility, um, you're getting the lats too. Um, and within the clean, you're essentially doing a deadlift plus a front squat um, and you're doing it in a rapid phase of time. Yeah. And when you look at the jerk, you're using lower body and upper body. Um, you're producing upper body power, lower body power at the same time, which is very hard to do in any sort of lift. Um, you're working on shoulder mobility again because that bar is going over your head. And when you look at the snatch, it's essentially all of that in one motion. Um, you're working on overhead squat, which is, developing from the back squat and it's 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 a lot it's a lot in one lift and there's there's a lot of benefits it's truly a full body power exercise and those are kind of rare to see i think yeah and like i mentioned before right it's it's short it's short and intense um so not only that you're getting the strengths you're getting the the rate of force development you're working on that but you're also training um technically you're training your um or they call it the energy system, right? When you do Olympic lift, you know, your heart rate is going to, 
your heart rate's gonna go up, especially if you're doing a lot of a lot of reps. Your heart rate's gonna go up, and you know that's one of the way to you know, train your energy system, which is the anaerobic system here. You're getting your strength, force development, and your heart rate spikes up, and you're getting a really short but intense workout at the same time. Yep. And I mean, the intensity is key because with Olympic lifts, it's, I think because a lot of people, once they start to do them, they love them so much. Yeah. Um, it's only, and I think this is really true. It's only fun to do Olympic lifts with heavier weight. You know, once, when, if you're doing Olympic lifts with lighter weight, I mean, it's cool and all, but like you want to always lift heavier. And I think because of that, you're always going to want to push yourself to, to lift as much weight as possible, which is going to make you stronger in the end. That's true, man. It's true, true. But, you know, with, with all this great benefit of Olympic lifting, you know, it, you know, strength and conditioning coach, you know, still you know, don't want to include them into their, um, uh, 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 their program, especially, you know, the, well, you, you find them, you find like old, old coaches who, you know, a little bit old school, include them in their program. But, you know, for the most part, like most strength and conditioning coaches don't want to include them. And there's a lot of reason for that. And Andy, you can go ahead and explain. Yeah. So so some of the, the reasons why maybe you shouldn't include Olympic weightlifting in your program is that one, it takes, these lifts are, are very highly technical movements. Yeah. And um, because of that, it's not something that, you can watch a YouTube video and go out and do on your own because it really requires a skilled professional by your side one-on-one to tell you exactly what to do, what to correct, because they're very, very technical. And because of that, these movements often take a long time to teach. A long time, man. But I... Especially doing... If you think about it, especially doing... like off season or how long do you have with your, with your athletes during the off season? Yeah. I mean, not that long. And to spend the time to teach that movement, um, you're sometimes losing out on other movements that you could be doing that are a little bit easier, like the squat, deadlift, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, I mean, it takes a long time to teach, but at the same time, um, there are things within the Olympic lifts that you can do. Um, so for instance, the snatch is a very difficult movement. You could say, hey, I want to focus on just the clean, um, things like variations within the clean, like the clean pull, power clean, things like that. And I may not get to the snatch during this off season. I'll maybe get to that next off season once I master the clean. Or maybe I already know the clean, I'm going to focus on the jerk, and then next year I'm going to tackle the snatch. So yes, mm-hmm. they do take a long time to teach, but there are things you can do um, within that to make it a little bit easier. Um, another way you can kind of get around that is by using dumbbells instead of a barbell. So you could do a dumbbell snatch or, um, a dumbbell jerk, things like that. They, they they still benefit you by increasing your power and you're getting that quick power production. But, um, once you throw a barbell in there, it becomes a lot more technical. And because of that, it takes, it takes a pretty long time to teach. You know what else um, people are using instead of, um, you know, using the barbell? People are using a sandbag. 
So you can pretty much do replicate the same sort of movement pattern of the Olympic lift, but except without a barbell, you have like a sandbag that have a handle. And then you do, I've seen it in, in, in certain gyms and a lot of people, a lot of athletes are using it now because, because it takes too long to master those, those Olympic lifts, you know, they go and find alternatives. And one of those alternatives is the sandbag with, 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 with a handle. You know, you can flip it, do clean, you do all that stuff with it, put it over your shoulder, putting it overhead, you know, without necessarily having the mobility, joint mobility needed to execute those lifts. Mm-hmm. True. And another con is that it's only performed uh, the Olympic lifts and all most barbell lifts in general. Um, they're only performed in one plate of motion. Um, in the SNC and physio world, we call it the sagittal motion, mm. which means that your body is moving um, front to back. It's not really moving like we do a lot in sport. You're not moving side to side and you're not rotating. Um, all you're doing is moving your body up and down. And yes, that's a con because in sport, we often use these different planes of motions to accomplish what we need to do, like cutting and turning and twisting and things like that. Exactly. But um, you also have to look at it is if you develop strength and power in the sagittal plane, you can hopefully translate that into other planes of motion too. So if your legs are powerful moving up and down, you can hopefully translate that power into moving side to side. And you can also do that by rotating too. So that's one of the cons. And I mean, hopefully that, that translation is there. I'm not sure. I'd probably have to look at the research to see if it really all translated, but, um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I don't know either, but you know, it, it's still worthwhile to train those movements so that your body, it's not a novel. It's not a novelty when um, you're playing team sport and then you they give your pass and trying to rotate and trying to explode off that rotation, but you can't, I mean, or you get injured or you're not, you, you're losing power because you haven't trained those movement patterns enough. So I, I think you definitely can still transfer that power gain from the sagittal plane into other plane of movement. But I think there's going to be some energy leaks in there, especially if you're not used to training those type of pattern. True. And I mean, the Olympic lifts, because they're highly technical, um, very skilled movements, there is a somewhat higher risk of injury in these lifts versus your standard lifts like the squat bench deadlift um, because they're so technical. And yes, your injury rate is higher, which is why, like I said before, it's very important to have a coach right there by your side who has experience teaching those lifts to ensure that you're doing them properly. Because if you have the right form, um, your risk of injury is going to be very low. If your form isn't correct, then your risk is going to be higher. So this is another reason, again, why you need a, an experienced coach by your side to coach you through the lift, to make sure you're doing them right, to keep that risk of injury as low as possible. Dude, I had a, like four years ago, I had an Olympic lift fever. And then I used to go to this gym and I was trying to, <laughs> of course, I didn't know anything about lifting during those times. Like I, I, my, my form of training was bodybuilding type of training, but for some reason I wanted to do Olympic cliff. And of course I tried to like clean and jerk right away, messed up my shoulder and my back. Oh no. For like two weeks. See, it, it's tricky. And 
you know what? A lot of players, they'll, they'll tend to do that. And they'll say, okay, just send me a quick YouTube video and I'll learn it that way. Which, I mean, honestly, with most lifts, you might be able to get away with that. But 100%, no way with the Olympic lifts. You can't, you can't learn it from a video. Um, you need someone there by your side to make sure your injury risk is as low as possible. Dude, it's hard enough to squat properly just watching a YouTube video. Yep, yep. It's, a, it's crazy. People think they, you know, I've, I've seen at the clinic where I work now, like it's hilarious just to see um, you just, 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 just athletes in general. When I ask them, do you, do you squat? He's like, yeah, I squat all the time. And I said, show me a squat. And, and then you see like the, the, the pattern. And I was like, you squat like this? And I'm like, there's not wrong with this form, but how much weight are you using and um, how often are you doing it? It's like, oh man, I'm trying to like break the the the, the high school record and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, mm, the way you're squatting right now is definitely not that's why you're having little knee pain. <laughs> you gotta let's let's change your squat form <laughs> so that you know you can tolerate you know squatting a little bit better and with less weight before we go on and try to move on to heavier weight. Because if the technique is not done properly and you're trying to move on. To like bigger weight injury yeah. will happen and because the lifts are so technical you're if you can't deadlift properly and you can't squat properly and you can't front squat properly and you can't overhead press properly there's no way you can do an olympic lift properly you know it it, it all ties together so the same reason why it's a one-stop shop like you said berg um it's the, it's the same reason why your form has to be pretty on the tee with this because it has to be as good as possible to keep your form in the right way so that way your risk of injury is as low as possible yeah but generally from from my experience from what i'm seeing this this is anecdotal evidence of course but you know the players i know who can do olympic lift dude they're like freaky athletes man like they can short burst with with the ball and then boom they're like already five yards ahead of you yeah, yeah. You know, that's why some of the players who already know those lifts always trying to incorporate them into their workout, even though there's all the things that they can do. But it's almost certain that if they have experience with Olympic weightlifting, um, a strength and conditioning coach definitely going to have that on the program without question. Yep, for sure. Um, all right, Burr, you want to run through your pros one more time real quick and I'll do the cons after you? Yeah, so pros of... Olympic weightlifting, you know, it's linear speed and acceleration. You know, if you're trying to score that goal, you're going to need speed, you're going to need power, and, you know, you're going to need strength. And that's what Olympic lift does. It helps you with those physical skills. And the other thing is it's, it's you know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're worrying about time, not having enough time to go to the gym and, and get a lift during the season, you know, Olympic lift is the best because it's not only that, it's, it's – you know, one lift pack, a bunch of movement, you know, squatting pattern, deadlift pattern, one like overhead pattern, you know, you do a bunch of different movement in just one lift. So you don't have to worry about doing too many exercises. And of course it's short and intense, gets your heart rate up. It targets the energy system. You know, it's, it's like I said, like for, for that duration, for that short amount of time you have, in the gym, it, it definitely trains, you know, your power, your speed, and an aerobic system. So there's definitely some pros in the Olympic lift, man. 
Yeah, and for for the cons, I mean, we kind of went went over some ways to get around them. I'm not going to redo that, but um, just so you know, they're they're very technical movements, and because of that, they take a long time to teach. Um, they're movements that are only play, um, within one plane of motion, so your body's only moving up and down. You're not moving side to side, and you're not rotating. And there is a increased risk for injury if your form isn't proper, which is why you need a coach right there by your side teaching you, telling you what mistakes you're making, what you need to correct to make sure your form is, um, is real good. So that way your risk of injury is as low as, as, low as possible. All right. That's all you have, we have for you guys today. All right. Peace. See you next week. All right.